Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to the very special Christmas and festive episode of Hero or Zero. Rolls off it's, the tongue. It's <laughs> it's here <laughs> It's here's for your podcast. I am joined as always by my festive pal, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? Ho ho hello, Connor and <laughs> listeners. I'm oh, good. I don't, I don't like you? this new guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of festive cheer. It is. It is very close. It's coming up. Yeah. And what we want everyone to know, straight off the bat, is there won't be a movie Mondays or a weird news or a hero or zero next week. Because we've um, had a falling out. We've, <laughs> we're planning on having a falling out, maybe on the 25th. <laughs> so at the minute we're good. But Sean well, could say anything at any given point. It's all touch and go from here on. <laughs> we're, no, we're taking a week off in that weird point between Christmas and New Year's. And then we're coming back for New Year's with all the same episodes three times a week. You know how it is. Um, and we have our top 10 weird news stories uh, coming up first week of January. So if you have any weird news stories that you'd like to get thrown into the hat to get voted on, please send them our way. Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. But Sean, it is Hero Zero. And it is my week. And this is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I always talk DC characters and you always talk Marvel characters. This is true. However, I did Christmas week last week as well. And the week year before, I'm pretty sure. Um, True. And I kind of stacked the deck because I did two Marvel ones in a row. Yes. Just now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so sorry about that. But so <laughs> what's happened is I got stuck again with Christmas week because there's only one Santa Claus and I covered him two years ago. <laughs> and Santa is actually a character in DC. Yeah, yeah, but like he's, you know, there's evil Santa maybe? <laughs> no, there's no evil Santa. So what I've done is... Sean, what we're going to do is a character we did at the very start that the episode no longer exists, oh. but it's festive because I'm doing 
Mr. Freeze. Yes. Ah, very Christmas. Good. <laughs> very good, Connor. Snow and such. Snow, it's close enough. Um, I also did Lobo, I'm pretty sure. Who yeah, obviously that. fought Santa to a standstill <laughs> one year. That was a bit of a weirder one. Mr. Freeze seems more straight down the line. <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Freeze, um, who obviously, he was created by uh, Mr. Bob Kane. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Moldoff and Dave Wood. So he was created by Sheldon Moldoff and <laughs> Dave Wood, uh, just to be clear. Um, Bob Kane said, maybe a lad has ice powers? <laughs> I, lads, go off for the weekend. I'll take the credit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Mr. Freeze is one of those really, really interesting characters. Someone that I would say I know a bit more about, just because obviously it's in the Batman world, which is kind yeah. of my love. Uh, but it's also Batman the Animated Series world, which is something I know a lot about as well. That um, is your jam. It's my jam. It's the only show I watched for like a good five or six years. Um, and so what Mr. Freeze, why he's interesting is that Previous to 90, the 1990s, but before the animated series, Mr. Freeze's origin story is absolutely nothing. He's just he's just a man who likes ice, and he's got a gun that creates ice, and he says a lot of ice puns. So, in a way, it's kind of the most accurate Mr. Freeze. It, I've only seen Batman and Robin, by the way. <laughs> it's the only reference to the character. Wait, is oh, yeah, that going to hinder it? all I know. <laughs> um, but what happened then in the 1990s is that, obviously, Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, um they had Batman the Animated Series. Um, and what happened was they decided that they were going to reinvent Mr. Freeze. They thought Mr. Freeze was a cool character, but wasn't really given any sort of character or backstory whatsoever. So Mm. this report that I'm going to do on Mr. Freeze is like a combination of what we've learned since. So what they retroactively added to the comic books after the show, and then what the show covers as well. So two of my favorite episodes of the Batman animated universe will be covered here as well. One from Batman the Animated Series, Heart of Ice, and the other one from Batman Beyond. Uh, which I think are both excellent Mr. Freeze episodes. Yes, I think I've seen both of them. Yeah. I might might also touch on the movie Sub-Zero, because that's an actual movie from the animated show that was released, like after Mask of the Phantasm. Sick, okay. Yeah. Um, So what happened was that Mr. Freeze, his initial creation, obviously, he appears in 1959, February 1959, Batman 121, and he's, I mean, while Batman the Animated Series, uh, it was known for revising minor Batman villains, none were as effective as Mr. Freeze, who was introduced as the con- in the comics as basically just an adversary for Batman, with little depth or detail as to how he got there, what happened to him, or why he likes ice. Just showing way. up one day, started freezing bits. They had Firefly, who set fire to things, and they had Mr. Freeze, who froze things. They were just kind of coming up with shit at that point. Um, And he was completely transformed. Um, And he's actually much like Batman in a weird way, because he's got a cold demeanor, but he's also got, like, a ferocity if you you anger him. Like, yeah. I I, I think of Mr. Freeze a lot like Walter White, uh, where it's like... 
He's just he's a man driven to the edge and he just becomes ruthless. Yeah, I think and that's a really interesting way to look at. So when the, when the animated series got hold of him, they just recreated him in a whole episode called Heart of Ice. Um and the episode itself is the very first episode written by the great Paul Dini and also the very first episode that Bruce Tim himself directed. So they had Bad. the double act of the two of them, one writing, one directing. And it's the very first one that they did. Yeah, together, as like a duo. Yeah, that's mad. Um, It's also the very first episode that Bruce Tame directed in the series. This is like when uh, uh, Jim Henson's son directed Muppet's Christmas Carol (laughs) as his first outing. And it's like, how do you knock it out of the park this this well? I mean, it's like they're both like every episode that has Paul Dini writing and every episode that has Bruce Tim directing are all great. But then they decided to put the all stars together in like an all star team to be like, do the Mr. Freeze episode. Let's see what happens. And this was the one that won the Emmy. They put this forward at a wooden yeah. Emmy in 1993. And like went on to like define the character of Mr. Freeze pretty and much. And it basically retroactively changed everything about the character in comic books and every form of media. Just That's their creation. So powerful. Similar similar to Harley Quinn. Um, this was also, very weird fact, Mark Hamill's first day at Batman the Animated Series because he was doing the voice of uh. the owner of, um, of the corporation. So he came in and he was doing the voice of Ferris Boyle, who ran Gotcorp, um, who had the lab that uh, Victor Freeze was working in. And he came onto the show, he did the voice uh, for Ferris Boyle, and while he was in the studio, he came out and he just looked at Bruce Tibb and he said, you know, if you have any other characters, I'd love to do them. Like, I'd love to be involved in this show. The show looks really good. Yeah. Um, and Tim Curry had just been let go as Joker because they were like looking for a Joker. So they said, why don't you come in and just try out for a Joker? And that's how Mark Hamill became the Joker. And again, went on to define the voice of the Joker, basically. It's just so complete coincidence. Like everything just comes together perfectly. In- it's mad how much of that show like that went on to become iconic was just like, oh, yeah, we'll try this. Yeah. And it just worked so well. And you just have really talented people doing stuff. Um, so as a child, Victor Freeze, uh, he's also named Miss Victor Freeze, but it's spelled Freeze. Let's just get on with it. That's yeah. just his name. <laughs> okay. just, it's, it's German or something? I think it's because like in the comic books, originally they obviously they didn't care. So they were like, oh, his name is Mr. F- Victor Freeze. Uh, or Victor Freeze, and he li- he's called Mr. Freeze, and he likes Freeze and things. So they didn't oh, yeah. really care. So when Dini and Tim came on board, they just kept the name. And so that's why the name stuck around. Um, so Victor Freeze was fascinated by freezing animals as a hobby he developed to escape the, pressure, the pressures of his brutal control freak father. His parents, horrified by his hobby, sent him to a strict boarding school where he was absolutely miserable, feeling detached from humanity. His parents, by the way, bastards, constantly like, in the comic books. Just terrible like people. Dirty people, um, like just m- miserable. Yeah. So that winter, when the other children went home for the holiday, Sean, Victor discovered that his parents had disowned him while he was at the school. So they no longer wanted to be his parents. Fucking hell. Yes. And left him there. (laughs) You can't just... I mean, I guess you can decide it, but like, Jesus, give him a chance. He was thought of as an embarrassment to the family, a mistake to be filed away and forgotten, and he never saw his parents ever again. 
Um, and but Victor though he was incredibly intelligent really really smart and obviously that was so horrific but it meant that he just kind of put all of his effort into his studies while he was there and yeah. so he became an all-A student and he was just a genius in terms of and just became a scientist and so in college he felt that he may never feel like the warmth of any human connection he just kind of was like I'm by, by myself the, the warmth you say Connor the warped but what I meant like he doesn't he he realized like nobody's gonna love me like my old parents didn't even love me so like why would anyone ever want to love me so he's like just sticking to himself but then Sean he met Nora um, a beautiful athlete with whom he fell deeply in love with and ultimately married and they were completely happy together Sean they loved each other best friends and that's where the report ends that's where the report ends. That's this is what we call a Bambi version of the report. Well, Christmas, you know, everyone needs a happy story of Christmas. <laughs> it's a it's a happy time for us all. Um, he later even got a job teaching cryogenics at the local college. That's how smart he is. Okay, and this and so he's got success. He's found love. He's yep. got a, a great job, successful. Like probably a good like little house. That you can yeah. go back to, and and he's found a woman that loves him for him, and she yeah. and he loves her, and they just get on like they're best friends. Um, Sean Nora, unfortunately, um, she became sick. She became very, very, very sick. So sick, in fact, she was terribly ill with a rare cancer. Oh um, no. That and this just happened while he was just incredibly happy in his life. Um, he immediately left teaching and he took on a job working for a large drug company called Gotcorp, run by the ruthless Ferris Boyle, um, voiced by Mark Hamill in the show, so he okay. could find a cure. So he leaves his job just to join this drug company, just to find a cure for his wife. That's it. That's insane. That, like, it's just pure love because he's just like, like, she's all I have. Yeah, and so he's willing to do anything to get he to fix her. And so using his great intellect and a passion for cryogenics, Freeze discovered a way to put Nora into cryostasis using the company equipment, hoping to sustain her until a cure could be found. Um, so the idea is she's dying very, very soon. If I can freeze her, then I can find a cure and then take her out and then yeah. we can be together. Um, Boyle fa- however Ferris Boyle found out about the experiment and he cancelled the funding for the whole operation right right because Freeze won't go- be happy with that so Freeze continued with the project leaving Boyle in huge debt even after he got told not to do it Boyle attempted to have Nora brought out of the stasis and overruled Freeze frantic objections like you can't take her out like she'll die y- yeah because it's done now is yeah. the thing. Um, during which a struggle ensued. As a result, Freeze became engulfed in his own cryogenic coolants and during which uh, and was left for dead. So they basically beat the shit out of him. Then he became covered in his own cryogenic coolants and they just left him for dead. Uh, but also just, we've said it before, it's the best origin that can ever be told. Things fall You're just you. covered in something. 
just covered in weird fucking liquid, man. Nobody knows what it is, but it's Nobody science. It's in a bu- Antifreeze. Why not? That's my power now. <laughs> it's in a bunch of burner around the place. Yeah. <laughs> what, what can you do? Um, Freeze survived, but the chemicals had altered his body chemistry, and his body temperature was lowered dramatically. He could now only survive at sub-zero temperatures. Um, he escaped and unnoticed with the frozen Nora. So they just beat the shit out of him, ruined his fucking lab, and then left. And then he snuck out with his now frozen wife and him and his now weird fucking body that has like been altered. So it has to be cold now. Yeah. So Freeze endured, but his psycho- his physiology was permanently altered. His body no longer could survive on temperatures above zero degrees Celsius. And so he became Mr. Freeze. He built nice. a cryo suit that kept his body at low temperatures and also tripled his normal strength. He also built a freeze gun to start a criminal campaign against specifically Gotcorp and Mr. Ferris Boyle. So it's it's personal. It's not like he's just attacking like, I'm going to rob this bank for no reason. To be honest, it's basically Batman. Every origin story is like, his origin story is Batman. Something terrible happens to him. Yeah. And his thing is, he's out to make sure it never happens to anyone and to get revenge for what happened to him. But yeah, but Batman is a hero. Yeah. And he's the villain. Because he goes too far, which is always a great villain story. That like they can be on the same wavelength, but he always goes a step further than Batman ever would. Yeah, Batman has a line that won't he won't cross. Yeah. Um and so he's immediately just against Gotcorp and Boyle. So Mr. Freeze gets himself a gang of henchmen and he makes numerous break-ins at Gotcorp, teething the parts for a freezing mechanism he needed to build and use in his fight against them. So he's just stealing bits from the fucking lab now. Um this led to his first clash with Batman. Obviously Batman is brought in by Mr. Ferris and he's just like, somebody's stealing all of our stuff. Um, we need help. And so Batman just encounters Mr. Freeze and like, you can't do that. And he's like, get out of my way. So that's where their first encounter comes together. Um, right. And Mr. Freeze basically defeats him with no trouble and traps him in a block of ice. It's like, get out of my way. Like, this isn't about you. I got no I got no ill will towards you, Batman. Yeah. I'm just here for the stuff. Yeah, I'm not here because I'm, you know, a criminal trying to get rich. I just want to save my wife. Yeah. That's that's literally it. Um, and so, like, ba- Freeze traps Batman and he leaves him to confront Boyle at the Gotcorp humanitarian party where he froze Boyle to the waist. Batman obviously escapes the, the ice block and he challenges Freeze at the party, fighting him one-on-one until he breaks Freeze's helmet. Um, mm-hmm. Freeze is defeated and he's detained along with Boyle because Batman's like, Boyle's also a fucking bad egg. Um, so uh, he Boy- Batman presents evidence of Boyle's crimes as well to the to the police and the press. And Victor Freeze was incarcerated in a special cell in Arkham Asylum. Um, but the gift that he's given is a ballerina. That the very famous scene is him in the cell and the snow outside, and he pulls out the ballerina, and it looks like Nora, and she's just dancing in a slow circle. Yeah, heartbreaking. Like yeah. Because he's a good man, but, like, he's just trying to keep his wife alive. Yeah, this is where I get the, like, Walter White Heisenberg thing. Heisenberg's a little more shady, but you get what I'm saying. That it's No, and, and I mean, I think, like, that episode, obviously, won an Emmy. 
it's an incredible, incredible episode and an incredible idea to do with a villain that nobody had ever thought of before. And to see it on that show, to done... Like, it's it's an episode done so well that it's actually, like, unfair that people are like, oh, that's a kid's show. Because, like, that episode is just... It's just perfect, start to finish. Introduction of a weird character, you're like, this guy is not much about him. Then you find out his backstory. And yeah. then at the end, he's just like, I did it all for you. Like, that's all I'm doing, just trying to keep my wife alive. Yeah, like, and it do- like it doesn't dumb it down. Like, it's a serious thing, and it treats it that the audience... Yeah, he's like, like, she's the only person that's ever loved me. Like, I have to keep her alive. If she dies, yeah. I've got nobody. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you do the same thing? Like, yeah. And, like, yeah. that's the thing that he makes, like... Batman is, like, in comics and stuff, like, from what I've read, Batman a lot of the time, and especially, like, the Arkham games, he's like, no, Freeze is just, he's sick. Like, he just needs help. He's not a bad man. And Mr. Freeze many times has sided with Batman in multiple things. Like, if Batman's like, Victor, this is going to fuck with Gotham. Like, Gotham's going to be destroyed. And Victor's like, well, I don't really care about that. But then if Batman says, yeah, but Nora's lab is in Gotham. Yeah. And if that falls down, then we're all fucked. And then Victor's like, I'm in. What do we need yeah. to do? Say no more, Chief. I'm, Say I'm no in. more, Chief. I'm in. <laughs> and so vi- there's also an episode where Freeze is later broken out of jail against his will um, by a man called Grant Walker, who is captivated by Freeze and his extended lifespan as a result of the accident. So Walker's now like, I want what you have. Like, right. I, I want that. You have this extended lifespan. Walker requested Freeze to replicate the accident on him and grant him an extended lifespan so that he can achieve his plan of freezing the whole world um, and then basically being king of the world, of all the frozen inhabitants. Right. That's like the maniacal Mr. Freeze thing. That he's, you know... That but it's Walker. Put, yeah, but he's coming to Mr. Freeze for help with yeah. this. Freeze declines at yeah. first. He's like, no, that's a terrible idea. But then he learns that Walker had actually saved Nora and kept her cryogenically preserved um, while he was in jail. And so right. at this point, he's like, okay, I'll help. Okay, fine. Um, yeah. And he, so uh, he was get, granted Freeze unique physiology, but thanks to Batman and Robin's interference with Walker's plans, Freeze understood the mistake he had made and he actually assisted Batman and Robin in then stopping Walker's plan. Because he was like, I was just doing it because he saved Nora. That's yeah. kind of it. I'm not siding with I don't want to do what he wants to do. Yeah. But he saved my wife. So. Yeah. And so then he turned. So Batman and Robin turn up, and Batman's like, dude, you're better than this. And he's like, you know, you're actually right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll help you stop him. <laughs> actually, um, thanks for that. <laughs> um, well, after restraining Walker to a wall with his ice gun, Freeze then proceeded to overload the power core, blowing the city to pieces and cautioning the occupants to es- escape for their lives. So basically, he's like, everyone get away here. This place is going to blow. Like. Yeah. Come on. Um, As everyone evacuated the city, Freeze chose to stay behind and die with his wife, um, who is still there. He's just like, I'm not leaving if she's here. Um, Yeah, like we're going to, if she's going to die, I'm dying with her because I don't want to live without her. Um, Walker, Nora and Freeze disappeared in the explosion, but they survived in entombed, uh, entombed in icebergs. So his grand plan is he just entombs them all in icebergs, him and Nora. And it's right. just like, okay, let's just... We'll figure that out later. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. We're here now. Um, and this is where we come into the movie Sub-Zero, which, if you've seen it, it starts in the Arctic. 
um, where Freeze has now settled. He's literally moved everything to the Arctic to get away from everyone and just save his wife. He has no issue. He's got no beef. He yeah. doesn't want nothing. Just leave me alone and let me work. Yeah. Um, he's accompanied only by his frozen wife uh, and a little boy. Um, and two polar bears as well that he adopted in the movie. The movie's okay, uh, yeah. but Freeze is always good. Any, any story with Freeze has always got a bit of heart to it. Um, so, an expedition submarine comprised the integrity of Freeze's cave, inflating or initiating ice to smash open Nora's capsule. Furious by the oblivious... Exp- so, there's like an expedition upstairs, and they start smashing into the ice, um, and they accidentally smash open Nora's capsule that he's keeping her in um, with the fucking device. And so he's just in the Arctic minding his business and they've just harmed the capsule Nora's in. So you can imagine he's taking that well. He's Yeah, a very balanced response, I would say, is what he's going to give. Furious at this blunder, Victor freezes and kills all of the men in the expedition to be like, how dare you come near me? Um, He then goes back to Gotham City uh, and solicits the assistance of a former co-worker and doctor, Gregory Nelson, or sorry, Belson. Uh, Belson basically informs Freeze that Nora's condition requires a major organ transplant. Like, she's not going to get better unless you have an organ transplant. And that, what the m- plot of the movie is, the only person that matches her is Barbara Gordon, who is Batgirl. Right. Um, oh, Jesus. And so, that's, and so that's how Batgirl and Robin... i this movie, by the way. This is fucked. So Batman, Batgirl and Robin all get involved because Freeze is now... He kidnaps Barbara Gordon and he takes her back to the Arctic and is like, I'm going to take your... <laughs> I'm going to take bits of your insides and put them in Nora and then she's going to be healthy. I don't really care what happens to you, to be honest. Is it the thing that, like, he's come so far at this point that, like, if this is the last step, he's fine with taking it? Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's like, I'll do anything. I don't care. And so the procedure takes place on an abandoned oil rig which is how the the movie, that's where he's stationed in the movie. He goes to an abandoned oil rig in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. Um, Batman and Robin obviously eventually find the base, they intervene, and the subsequent brawl sets the rig on fire, which is obviously covered in oil and shit, right? So the the place has gone up in flames. Belson abandons Freeze, only to meet his own debt. He leaps out, he's like, you're on your own, and he dies immediately. Freeze suffers a broken leg, and insists that he obviously can't leave with his broken leg. Batman's, like, trying to save him, but he's like, save Nora and the boy. Save Nora and the boy. Jesus. He's like, I don't care about me. Just let me die. Just save the two of them. Uh, Batman saves them, and Barbara, who's obviously now Batgirl, she goes back to help Freeze, even though he was going to kill her. Because she's like, I can't let him die. Like... He's still that a man. would be the same as killing him. Is yeah, exactly. Him so he's like, I gotta go back and help him. Freeze, however, um, uh, she went back to uh, save Freeze. However, the rig structure was compromised by the surround- surrounding fire and blast, and Freeze fell into the sea beneath his port beneath. So he just basically fell into the sea. Right, the like the the cold Arctic Sea, basically. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> um, and you think he's dead. 
but obviously <clears throat> so ov- but obviously he's Mr. Freeze so he's not um, yeah. and the movie ends where he's in the Arctic walking with a crutch and a cast on his foot and he's gazing into a scientific outpost where there's like a little scientific outpost with like all the scientists inside and there's a TV on and he catches a news bulletin on the TV hearing that Nora made a full recovery with the assistance of Wayne Enterprises and content with tears in his eyes Freeze limps away into the snowstorm because he Just knows disappears. that she he knows that she's saved he knows that she's alive and he's Jesus. completely content and, and he's like I'm done now I can die happy yeah, he like, doesn't care. Like he, he was just he's he reaches there. He sees on the TV Wayne Enterprises actually saves her, and he's like, "Oh my God, she's safe. She's healthy. I've I've completed it. Like that's all I wanted. That's literally all I wanted." That's really sweet. Does that yeah. stay though? Like in canon, that Nora is just back now. That is that is canon, um, and how that how we know that's ca- well in the animated show that's canon, yeah, yeah, um, and in the animated universe, um, and I've kind of just taken it from there because I feel like Mister Freeze is cool in those episodes, and that's like his most interesting story arc. Um, so the next one is called Meltdown. It's a Batman Beyond episode, and it's the last time we ever see Mister Freeze, and it's depicts the return of Mister Freeze. Mm. obviously this is like 40 years down the line and so it happens when Derek Powers who's the bad guy he's the he's like the have you seen the nuclear he's he's like green yes yes I have seen this, uh, this <laughs> yeah. dude. Um and so he decides that he basically gets infected with like nuclear power he's slowly just dying like his body is crumbling from the inside out um, and he's known as Bright and his his idea is that he's going to just decide to move his body or move his consciousness to a new body and get rid of the original one. They're going to clone his body and just move him in there. Yeah. Um, and, you, and that's how he's going to save himself and no longer be this fucking freak with these superpowers. Um, however, the procedure is first tested on a man who's still alive, kept alive by his suit, Mr. Freeze. Um uh. Okay. And he's been kept in like status, like in a lab somewhere, and he's just a head, to be honest, at this point. Yeah. So, like, he—I don't think he even has a body at this point. They're—they're they're just keeping him in like uh, the Futurama tubs, like um, the the heads in jars, like the celebrity heads. <laughs> yeah, the the heads in jars. Yeah. And at first, it seems like the procedure has worked, and Mister Freeze he gets a new body, and they're like, "You're you're safe. You're free to go." Like, that's it. Like, you get to be whoever you want to be. And he's just a regular man. He has no... He's not blue anymore. He's just this regular human being. He can just um, exist in the world. And he's now obviously in, like, 2040-something, so it's a bit weird. But he's like, I look, I can make it work. It's fine. Um, and he then, like, once... Mr. Or Mr. I was going to say Mr. Bruce went. Once Bruce finds out, he's immediately like to Terry, who's Batman Beyond. He's like, track him. I want yeah. to track everything he does. Or just tail him. This, guy. this dude's a fucking bad man, right? He's going to be up to something. Um, and uh, the the doctor who does it is called Stephanie Lake, and Stephanie is really really nice to Freeze, and she's like really kind, and he he thinks she's just his friend, um, and he then is just able to feel the heat. And the cold, like a normal person. The first thing he says, oh my God, that's so cold. He walks outside and he can see his breath and he feels cold and he just starts smiling to himself. 
weeks. Like, like I have never, I haven't felt cold in decades. Haven't felt cold or heat. I've just felt nothing for so long that now I just feel things. And so he goes about his things seem okay, and Terry follows him around, and Terry's like. He just seems like a nice man. Like, he seems like a decent enough guy. I, I can't find anything. There's a one moment where he's at a, few, he's at a graveyard and it's Nora's grave. Mm. And he goes there and he like lays a flower down. He's like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. She like remarried someone and she went off. She went and had and a life after she went she and had a life. And he was like, he's so happy like that she did that. And he lays, lays a flower down and he's just like, I loved you so much. And somebody shows up with a gun and tries to kill him. And Terry stops the attack, but the the man cries out that the monster's gotta die, uh, as Mister Freeze had previously killed this man's whole family Fuck. in an attack, and now he seeks revenge. Um, and obviously, Freeze is like, "I I'm really sorry. Like that's I I just I can't do anything to repay you. Like honestly, I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry about all the things that I've done." Um, and he decides that he's done enough damage to the man and he sets him free. Basically, he says to Batman, just let him go. Just The man is just... Because Batman's like, do you want me to bring, the, bring him to the police? And he's like, yeah. no, don't worry about it. Like, it, it's... I've done enough to him. He, like do, he feels actually, remorse. Like he, yeah. Um, and he vows to make amends. And so he then announced that he's starting an organisation called the Nora Freeze Foundation so that he can help people that he once hurt in the years past. So he's properly trying to make amends. So he, like, he makes a foundation to be like, if I've hurt you in any way, we're going to raise money and I'm going to help you. In whatever way I, I did, I, whatever way I did you harm, I'm going to try my yeah. best to set it right. Um, but after the announcement, Sean, he starts to notice he's feeling a bit hot, right? And right. so he leaves the studio. Maybe it's the studio lights. Then he starts to get even more uncomfortable. Um, however, it soon starts snowing and he immediately feels better. Proving that he's a, he's starting to revert back to his previous condition. Whatever made him the way he was, it's still in the system somehow. So the experiment has not been successful at cloning the body. And he got a few days of normal and now, now the body's starting to reject the right. procedure. Um, and so he goes back to the lab and he's like, this is like, this is fucked. Like, Stephanie, how do, how am I going to, how are you going to help me? And she immediately then throws him into a cell and turns the heat up full. And is just like, oh, you're just a failed experiment. We tried to do you for, like, we tried to do it for Derek Powers, but, like, yeah. we're just going to kill you now. So, like, it didn't really work. Sorry. It, like, if it worked, great. But if not, it's fine. Like, and, like, he's care. then trapped in the cell and she just keeps turning the temperature up to, like, the highest it can go. Just and he's just, like, sweating. Yeah. Fuck. Just killing him. Um, and so he eventually breaks out. And Derek Powers is there. He's like going pure evil. Like he's all fucking using his nuclear power to destroy things. Freeze puts on the old Freeze suit. Hell, he's one like, more time. He's like, this is your fucking fault, Derek Powers. You gave me hope, which is the worst thing you could have given me. Just let me die. Why did you have to bring me back to then break my heart again? Um, so he then him and Powers are just going to a big struggle and Batman just kind of shows up and is like looking left and right like Freeze kind of has a point to be fair <laughs> so, <laughs> let him punch him to death <laughs> it's fine <laughs> just let him have it out <laughs> yeah um, however Powers eventually gets the upper hand and uh, he basically bombards Freeze with radiation hot enough to be, me- to be felt through the suit 
So he hits him with enough radiation that Freeze can feel it. And right. he starts dying. Um, and Terry's like, you're going to die. Like, you need to stop. And Freeze then just keeps fighting. Because he's just like, I'm not letting you hurt anyone else, Derek Powers. This, you've just hurt me enough. That's, so even, um, it's still kind of noble what he's doing now. Like, yeah. it's revenge, basically. Um, as the fight continues, Blight manages to get Batman down and is about to kill him when Mr. Freeze intervenes and he hits Blight with a supercharged cold gun blast, sending him across the room. Batman manages to stop the explosion that's about to happen. The, the Blight destroyed all the monitors and the place is going to blow. Um, but the room starts to collapse from all the weight of all the ice that was generated inside. Yeah. Um, and Freeze has been horribly wounded with radiation. So he tells Batman to stay back from him. And then he says, and Batman wants to save him, but Mr. Freeze blocks him with a wall of ice. And he just says, leave leave me here to die I've literally got nothing to live for like Fuck just that. just leave um, he's just done like he can't yeah. give any more and like Terry's like I can't leave and Bruce is like well you can't make him go if he doesn't want to go like if he that's wants to stay there that's such an old Bruce like an older Bruce thing to say like it, yeah. it's, it, it's like he, clearly he's been in a situation like that and he's like you can't just force someone like Terry's like I can't give up like I gotta save him somehow but he's like but Bruce I think he can see Freeze he's like I think he's just given up like like, he's not gonna leave with you and if you try to leave he's gonna just freeze you and then you're both gonna die so yeah like he doesn't want to go Bruce knows everything that's happened Victor ever at this point like and he he knows he's just done and so Terry then has to leave without him and the place just explodes and falls down on top of him ultimately killing Freeze and that's how Freeze dies in that universe is just a man who was given it like just basically heartbreak after heartbreak (laughs) repeatedly he just never really got a fair shake did he no and like he has done bad things he has killed people but like he's not objectively the worst villain that Gotham has ever seen. Yeah, and like the the episode ends with Terry mourning the death of Freeze and he basically says to Bruce, maybe you were right, maybe he wasn't a very nice man. Like, And then Bruce says, no, actually, I think you were right. I think he was a good man, but he was just given a bad hand. I think, yeah. like, I think that was it. I, I don't but, think he's a bad person. Like you said, it's very similar to like a Batman origin. It's just he yeah. went down a different path. Yeah, and so in terms of powers and abilities, he's got a unique physiology, self-sustenance, decelerated aging, and toxic immunity. Um, he's a genius-level intellect, which is great. He, can, he studied many areas of science, physics, chemistry, neurobiology, medicine, everything. He's, yeah. like, he's basically a genius. Um, he's, uh, cryogenics is like he's, his main thing. Medical science, mechanics. Mechanical engineering. Um, so according to Mr. Terrific, who we've covered, is the yeah. fifth smartest person in DC, um, apparently the technology created by Mr. Freeze is as technology technologically advanced as that of Apocalypse or Lex Luthor. So, That's insane. Yeah, he's that smart. So, yeah, and, but, and he has that as well as all of the other powers. Yeah. And and his weaknesses obviously are uh, vulnerable, vulnerability to heat and yep. uh, his suit. So if you just if you hurt the suit, you hurt him. Well, presumably that suit is very well like armored. Oh yeah, like it, it, it takes a lot. 
Like, it takes an absolute lot. But you can also kill him if you damage the suit. So Batman doesn't like to, like, damage it too much. You just damage it enough <laughs> that to he can like, still breed. <laughs> to shut it down quite a bit. Like. Yeah. And so that's my report of Mr. Freeze Shot, a character I feel like is just fucking great. He's class. Like, he's so complex, I think. Yeah. Like, that you, like, you can totally see where he's coming from, which is the best way to do any villain in any mm. story. Um, I think, I think, like, my favourite thing that Mr. Freeze was ever in, it's that fight in Arkham City. The, yes, where he keeps changing. You've got to explain to people who haven't played how So, at this point in Arkham City, you have a whole mess of gadgets to use, and you kind of break into Mr. Freeze's lair. I think he's in the police building, um, and he's, like, set it up as a lab. And you have to, like, sneak around and... Fight him but he, set, he set it up in a lab. Just, just by the way, he set it up as a lab because in that storyline, Batman trusts him and is yes. like, "Can you make a cure for um, Joker's for release of toxin? Can you release? You can make a cure." Mystery's like, "I can, absolutely." And then you find out later on that Joker's kidnapped Nora, and it's like, and Joker's like, "You better kill Batman, or else yeah. I'm going to kill Nora." And that's the only reason he turns on Batman. And then, then there's a big fight scene that breaks out. Yeah, and so in this fight, you use your gadget. But if you use, say, a Batarang, he then adapts to where Batarangs aren't a threat to him anymore. Yeah, so, like, you have to hit him, like, ten times. And, like, you hit him once with a Batarang, and then the next time you throw it, he just blocks it away. He freezes it. And he's just like, you're going to have to do a new tactic. Yeah, if you sneak up from the grates, he freezes the grates, so you can't yeah. use If you anymore. drop from above, he freezes the ceiling, so you can't attach to it as well. Yeah, so you're just like, you have to outthink him in this fight. It's really clever. It's a really good way of doing it. And it's a really great way of showing the complexity of the character, that he's completely different from everyone else. The, like, yeah, because like, you fight like Bane in that, and like you just you have a bit of a punch-up, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Where, whereas with him, it's, it's all smarts. And he's doing it not because he hates Batman. He's doing it because he's like, well, Joker has Nora. Yeah, like, it's not because he hates Batman. It's because he loves Nora. That's what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I just love Mr. Freeze as a character. And I thought it'd be nice to do him for Christmas, Sean. Because of snow and such, snow Connor. Snow and such. Uh, no, that was a really good report, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero Zero. We will be back in uh, about a week or so. Uh, So we're taking off next week, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. And we will be back then starting the 2nd of January 2023 to have the regular weeks of shows going ahead. Big thank you to all of our patrons who have supported us over the year. We really, really appreciate it. You're all absolute legends. And if you want to head over to the Patreon, we did review Muppets Christmas Carol. And a bit of festive listening for everyone there. Um, the merch store is linked below. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just one, please. I think that's about it, so, so I've been Connor Lawler. Now you can show me in. I oh, shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.